Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, uh, you're you are a returning guest, which we don't we don't have very often. But I feel like when we do, they 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 come on strong, hard, and ready. You know, just oh man, that's off brand for how I'm feeling today. I'm full of anxiety. Just woke up, <laughs> hungover. I just I don't know where I am. Is this the right podcast? I, I, yeah. No, yeah, I'm yeah. excited to be here. That's all lies. That's, that was all for the joke. <laughs> I am super pumped. Coming in strong. I need a punch card too, like a Zach Lyman punch card. So I've been Ooh. in two times, and uh, if I get in five, I don't know. Maybe I get a you get a t-shirt, uh, free coffee. Yeah, oh, a t-shirt. Yeah. You get yeah. a comedy and naps t-shirt. <laughs> Oh, heck yes. Two of my favorite things on my chest. Love it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I was telling you before we hit record that like you're one of my like really honestly one of the podcasts that I listen to often that I, I when I when I lay down to go to sleep and I go, what podcast should I put on? Uh, Cause that's like where I listen to podcasts at this point. Cause I don't drive at all. <laughs> like right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, before I sleep, what am I listening to? And uh, I, the, you're one of the first podcasts that I just go, yeah, what, what episodes are up right now? What, what haven't I heard? Um, and so, yeah, you, yeah, definitely one of my, uh, on my faves. Um, and you, been, oh, you've been, that melts my little heart. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome that. man and now yeah. i know who that one listener is that's great <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. no but you've been uh you've been stepping up your game um today we're, we're going to talk about youtube and um i want to cover the topic of should podcasters be on youtube but before we get into that uh i, I a little bit about if you could just explain your podcast and uh, you could just even name a couple of the last episodes and why people should easily go listen Oh, faux show. Thank you so much. So my podcast, a comedy advice podcast. And so what it is, I feel like there are so many gurus and gurettes out there that just have heaping mounds of advice to give. And so what I do is I bring on a guest, we talk a little bit about them, and then we dive into some self-help and we answer some questions that fans bring in that they find on Reddit or Yahoo Answers or Quora or their mom, I'm not sure. So we go in and we we answer those. And the, so there's like a sprinkle of seriousness, then there is a heap heaping helping of silliness. And so at disclaimer, don't listen to anything we say and the advice that we give. But um, you know, sometimes <laughs> the guests when they're talking about themselves, they they give some pretty inspirational stuff. But it's just a, like a light, good time you're sitting at the table. I don't want to say getting comedians in coffees getting cars or whatever that show is with jerry seinfeld right. but it's it's uh you know a laid-back vibe loads of mm -hmm. laughs loads of love and it's just uh, a hint of positivity and so i've had some pretty good guests on the last episodes i just had mark norman i've also had um can't really remember any right now. Oh, I've had Jamie Lisso, who's come back twice. And he's the he's usually an opener for Rob Schneider and works a lot with him. He's actually writing a movie with him here in Phoenix, Arizona. And oh. uh, he's also just worked with John Cleese as well, who I don't know if John Cleese lives here in Arizona, but he's been doing some work here. Yeah. And um, just had Adam Ray, who's a hilarious comedian. He's going to be on NBC's Little Rock or Young Rock, I'm sorry, I always get those confused, but it's about The Rock as a young boy. So he jokes, he's the Young Rock's, he's The Rock's testicle. And, um, but he's gonna be on that. He's also, he has an album called The Crowdwork Album, which is all him just doing crowd work, which he is phenomenal at. Um, and he came back twice. So uh, that was really fun to talk with him again. A couple others, Robert Kelly, Ted Alexandro, just yeah, uh, a lot of I really love that Ted fun Alexandro cool one. That was great. Oh my gosh, it was so cool because yeah. he and I, we grew up in very similar scenarios, similar families yeah. in terms of the quantity. And um, I got to learn about his comedy, which he's been doing for like 25 plus years. And as well as he was talking a little bit about activism and and things. And so it was just a well-rounded episode. You got your, your moral carbs, you've got your fun fiber and uh, just mm, meaty and going down, delicious. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, they've been great. And then uh, I I saw that I think this morning Kelsey Cook came out. I think is or oh, was that yesterday? Yes, that's a, 
Yes, I didn't want to promote it today in honor of MLK Day, but Kelsey Cook from the Self Helpless podcast, she uh, came on the podcast. So we talked about she's a, a foosball, professional foosball player and on all things comedy. She has a show called Wrists of Fury yeah. where she actually battles and plays different comedians and then makes them eat dog biscuits or or whatever if they lose which they always lose so it's great and um obviously she's a co-host of the self-helpless podcast with taylor tomlinson and delaney fisher so uh and and she has a special coming out so oh nice i hope you're getting all of these in the show notes by the way no i'm kidding yeah (laughs) oh no uh we all know (laughs) if you listen to this podcast how wonderful my show notes are they are always super detailed (laughs) They definitely are not just sometimes detailed and sometimes almost nothing. <laughs> of course, of course, likewise. <laughs> but yeah, just had her on and it was amazing. She is so funny. They are, they're all so funny and they're all yeah. super cool, very humble and down to earth. And it's been a treat. Yeah, man. No, you've been, you've been really crushing it with these guests. And uh, it, it, it's so funny that um, I've been on your podcast. Um and great time. Uh, I can't wait to come back at some point. And, uh, but like, it's, it, it's so funny to be like, I've been on that podcast and then you just named literally every comedian that I watch <laughs> um, has been on this podcast, <laughs> you know, like just wonderful, very talented people. And, uh, and, and so I big, big, big fan of it. Um, do you have any advice for podcasters that are trying to book these like guests like that? Great question. And I would say get over that first. There are a lot of humps that you got to get over. I think the first hump is believing in yourself because even Mm. though you might be somebody that thinks, oh, I'm a nobody, why would they say yes? And uh, that prevents you from even reaching out. And so I have learned to get some tough skin because my very sensitive, delicate, white, powdery skin, it just got penetrated by all those no's and rejections and blah, blah, blah. And I think I've reached out to a thousand plus folks before (laughs) I get those yeses. And so I've been able to really hone in and craft and see what works, what doesn't work. And I think the first thing is just ask, get it out of the way, vomit out your invitation. Like, Hey, can you please? And, um, And then if they don't respond, follow up. I think following up is huge. And I've been able to get probably an additional 25% of my guests through a simple follow-up because people are busy. Sometimes my ma has to follow up and be like, hey, you going to call me this week? And I'm like, "Mm, okay. So, but before that, (laughs) no call to ma. I'm kind of busy. Yeah, Ma, I got I got uh, Kelsey Cook on the podcast today, so I'll call you later. Kelsey I'll, Cook. I'll see I'll see you when I see you, Ma. So sometimes that follow up is just really important, and then also leveraging who you've gotten before as as testimonials, if you will. So I usually when I reach out, I'll let them know, and and sometimes I go on Instagram. And I look at who they follow. I also listen to their podcast, see who they've been a guest on their podcast and who they've had on their podcast. And so I try and I try and um, find that very interweaved web and Mm -hmm. look at the connection points and then highlight those through the guests that I've had. So it's been an accumulation of all of that. And Um, you know, luck as well. So uh, (laughs) that's been another thing. But I will also say the uh, another thing that I also include is I have I'm in the top charts for improv comedy podcasts and Apple podcasts. So I include that and then also the number of reviews, which I have to I have to give a huge shout out to all my fans that have left reviews to um, that have subscribed that have listened because that has really been able to help me say, hey, look, I am a podcast that has these reviews that that has almost 200. I have 198. Please, somebody, if you're listening, (laughs) go on over to a Comedy Vice podcast, leave a review, be like, Stefan sucks. I don't care what you say. It can Mm. be a one star, whatever. Just leave a Mm. review. It'll be great. But anyway, even if you don't have those, start asking because then by the time you do get those, you're going to be in optimus prime mode and you're going to just be ready to terrorize with your not terrorize but you're going to be able to optimize with your uh, invitations so yeah that was a lot i hope no no i that's great no i i thought it was wonderful and i 100 percent agree with you of like i have friends in comedy that haven't been on the show just because like it's hard 
to set a date sometimes. It's hard to like find the time to put things together. And so like the whole follow-up idea where it's like, I've said no to shows. I've said no uh, because of just the timing, but it's like, if, if someone just kept throwing that out there, you know, there something would work, you know? So um, totally, yeah. I definitely keep reaching out and just trying to see like, when's a good opening to get that. That's one mother, one other thing that I will say is don't give up if they reschedule or if they, mm. if they cancel or, or even sometimes if they say no, cause sometimes it'll be like, not right now. Yeah. Um, and, and one other thing in, on the follow-up, and I talked with another guy about this Chuck shoot, who has a, another podcast called the Chuck shoot podcast, where he was saying that he will follow up even months or a year afterwards and just be like, Hey, just checking in in case you're interested since uh, we've last talked, I've had X, Y, and Z. And wow. so sometimes that'll help too. That's a good approach. So, yeah, I think it's really good. And then another thing is is if they once they say yes that's another thing of they might say yes but then nailing down that time or getting something to work or getting a time down and then them canceling or rescheduling that's another thing that just happens and it sucks but i have to remind myself i'm little old steph and i um i'm i'm blessed to be able to get these guests on so some if they cancel i'll just kindly be like you know can we schedule another time or what about this time etc so that don't get your heart all in a bunch because mm -hmm. one of my first big guests and I will definitely will not name who, but they rescheduled about 10 times <laughs> and I almost gave up and I was screaming to my wife and she was like, just take a deep breath and it'll happen. And I'm like, yeah, I think they're just toying with me. I think they're trolling me, but we ended up doing it. It was lovely. Changed my life. So mm. I was really happy. Yeah. I, uh, that's, Yes, because as podcasters, um, we we know this is a very easy and quick route. You know, we know that this is very like, podcasting is such a you know you start it tomorrow, you're you're a millionaire by Friday. We we know that that's the route of podcasters. So uh, you know, but yeah, exactly. Everything everything in podcasting is just take your time. It will come. Things will happen. Yes, and um, yes. Yeah, man. I mean, how long how long have you been doing it now? It's been since 2017. So about three and a half years that I've been doing it. And when I started, it was just completely different. Had no idea what, what I was doing. I didn't even have guests for the first year and a half. So it was just really? me and my two brothers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, um, so, I remember, yeah, I remember what it was like probably two years ago, I feel like. I think that's like kind of when... I found out and listened to it. Um, but yeah. yeah, like, so I, I, I've seen you kind of like pivot and change and kind of grow uh, that way. And then um, in the, since you've been getting these big guests, uh, we can, we can cut this out. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but um, uh, since you've been getting these guests, have you really seen like that bump come with it or has a, you know, because you also, uh, I, I need to mention that you consistently post, you consistently are doing yeah. the podcast. You are always growing yeah. that way a hundred percent. But like with mm -hmm. these newer names coming in, have you seen like a, a raise in, in your uh, listens? I'll tell you what, it's very interesting and it's changed the way that I've started to prospect and, and look at potential candidates because there is the pure organic aspect of it, which is like, if I have this guest, I put their name out, will Apple podcasts start to churn it in the results if people are searching for them? Right. Are people searching for them? Do they share? Because I've had several guests that don't share. Yeah. And that's fine. That, that They gave me an hour of their time, but them sharing is something that I think is also really important to help boost those numbers. And then also some people are in it and they're just in it for that one guest. So I have seen bumps in numbers. And I think going back um, to my latest to Mark Norman, he yeah. shared it super nice guy. He, I think he says yes to a lot of different podcasts. So he goes on and then he shares them all and people Love it. Like the 260,000 followers he has on Instagram are real, true, 
followers that are really interested in everything he does. And I got to see that in my Spotify numbers because he reshared the the story that I had that had the listen on Spotify, which was really cool. And then he was also gracious enough to take, he asked if he, because I think it also benefits benefits him for having constant, consistent content on YouTube. But he asked if he could take the video and put it on YouTube because he's been doing that, not just for me, but for other podcasters. Right. And so I also got to see a bump in critiques, but also a bump in views and likes and subscribers there. So I have seen a consistent bump, but Mm. I've also, and then it depends on specific specific guests, if they share, how often they're searched for, if they've got something big coming up, et cetera. So it depends, but I think consistently it's going up. And then I I don't really, I I should look at this more because I think on Spotify, there are these statistics and I haven't looked at them in a long time, but like the actual consumption rate is really great. So I get to see people and and the percentage they're consuming, also the average view time on YouTube, which has started to go up as well. And then people just reaching out. And again, fans, gurus and gurets, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you for all the love. They'll just slide into my DMs or share something or leave a review or whatever. And I get to, I'm seeing a lot more of that. And then they'll say, oh, I really like this episode. Mm. I really like that episode. So yeah, yeah, all around, it's been this nice little garden of growth. And yeah. I'm really happy about it. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's wonderful, man. Yeah, I, uh, I see that in my podcast for sure, where it's like, um, I have random episodes of people that are clearly uh, and sometimes it's not people you would think there's just random people uh, that have been on the podcast that get searched all the time that like people are always looking for what they're doing and really a following. Um, Yeah. And, and, you know, if you can get ranked up in that, that's great because also on the other side of it is let's say you and I had Kevin Hart on tomorrow Kevin Hart has so much content and he's so famous and he's so in the news all the time. I don't even know if I would make it onto the fifth page of Google for like Kevin Hart, you know? So um, yeah, it, it, it's like this weird fine balance of like finding these people that have solid grown followings that really do want to see and listen to what else they're doing. And uh, I think this perfectly uh, guides us into what we should, what we're talking about today. Uh, talking right. about, uh, I, last night, I knew, I knew we we're recording today. And so last night I went through and I read the Mark Norman comments. <laughs> oh, Lordy. It, by the way, if I could just interject for one second, cause I thought you had a really good stream of consciousness there. And I wanted to just dive in, dip my toes mm. in. I think mm. on top of the fact that you might not get found or or whatever think about your content it, and this is for podcasters or whoever's doing interviews etc when i looked at in the, the mark norman interview mark norman has been on joe rogan three times he's been interviewed by almost every podcaster under the sun they've talked about his life he grew up in new orleans he went to film school all this stuff it's important to know all that information and I recommend that you know about him and you do your research. But I also recommend you do your research and understand what's been asked, how the frequency of the questions yes. and how many times it's been repeated. Because if you do yet another copy of another podcast or, or another interview, then it's not really fresh. Those people that want to learn more aren't really learning more. And it just doesn't resonate with the fans. So what I try to do, especially since I have the advice portion at the end, which is unique in the sense of it can spring up and a lot of times it has caused these things that have happened to the guests to come up organically that are strange and goofy and whatever but then also I try and and I've been doing this in the last couple of episodes where it's a little bit more small talk and or tiny talk as I call it and you you just bring these things up or or you talk and then as you talk you might think of something Mm -hmm. uh from some of your questions or the research and you ask it it comes up so much more organically and then on to layer on top of that people that the connective tissue on your podcast is you so if the chemistry isn't right if it doesn't sound good 
whatever, if the thing that makes them listen to another episode is, hey, that was a good interview. Yes. I want to listen to what this guy has to say about Kelsey Cook or Best Selling or, or Felipe Esparza. And so they'll go and they'll see that. And I think that that is hugely important to think about. If you're just starting out, that's okay. Again, dive into it. You can be afraid, but just keep going because you will find your voice eventually. I'm still kind of finding mine, but I mm. feel like I'm in a place where I feel comfortably terrified, comfortably terrified of these guests. And I, even though I'm nervous, I'm able to go in and do a little bit of back and forth and make it entertaining for people. And I think that's really what helps hook them in. Once they go and they listen to the episode, if they like it, then they'll come back. And that's where I think I've seen some of the growth. Mm. So just wanted to stop yeah. and mention that. Yeah, thank no, that's great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I uh Stefan, you don't seem nervous in the Mark Norman episode. You don't. You seem great, <laughs> oh, wonderful. <thank> you. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I loved the tiny talk. I thought you I thought it was a great interview. And uh you know me. I'll send you a message at like 3:30 in the morning and I'll just quickly be <laughs> like Hey, just finish this episode. It's very good. <laughs> like that's <laughs> I know. And I wake up and I was like, does this guy ever sleep? So I'm very <laughs> astonished. I'm worried about your REM cycles, Zach. I don't know when you're getting them, but I do appreciate the love. And and you have been doing that. And it warms my it heats my heart. And thank you. And and to all the fans that have done that, thank you. But I, I do appreciate that. And I felt, oh man, I couldn't sleep. That night when I had gone, because I, I went to hit, that was my first in-person interview in so long. Oh, yeah. And Mark, had and Mark had already gotten the COVID. And you know how it is. Like, even with us experienced podcasters, it's tough to find the moment to interject or speak or whatever. And yeah. in person, I was nervous because that was going to be my first time doing that in a long time. And then it was Mark Norman. So when I went in, I was nervous, but I, I you know, did a little bit of, hey, Steph, you're doing great. You're doing great, buddy. Keep it going. And um, and little pep talk before I went in. And then when I went in, I I felt like it was electric. And he, I'm not crediting myself really. The I was able to hold my own, but he was just bam, bam, bam. And I was able to just keep that ride going. Mm -hmm. And um, I when I recorded it, or after I recorded it, I was up and I couldn't sleep that night. And like three in the morning, I was like, I just gotta edit this to see what it's really like and then i was editing and i was like oh my god it's just so much nicer not being on zoom being in person because it was just back and forth yeah. and really fluid so i and i felt like i again not to toot my own horn but i i felt like i couldn't i veiled my nervousness and anxiety on that episode i was terrified but it was exciting no it so thank was, you it was, it was what i wanted to say yeah, no, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. But that does lead to uh, the Mark Norman YouTube uh, comments, <laughs> which perfectly, uh, if you if you if you want to tell me if have you been still reading them? Are you still <laughs> still reading them? Still reading them. And and yeah, it's a perfect transition point. So Mark, I, I put the YouTube video on my page and then mark put the youtube video on his page right and the first day i didn't he didn't say when he was going to put it on or whatever but he put it on pretty quickly and i remember the he didn't tell me but i remember finding it and then i see and it was like oh my gosh all of these comments and all of these views i think when i first saw it it was like two thousand views mm. and it's up to thirteen thousand now but was looking and then there were comments and of all colors and varieties all yeah. shapes and sizes there yeah. were a couple great job love the interview mm -hmm. and then there were also some is this what he does with his life how sad and so there <laughs> were i the first feeling that went through me was fear and anxiety because i saw some of the other videos of other podcasts that he posted and it's like 30,000 views and I was like, oh, no, I'm there's going to be even more of this. And so yeah. I was I was uh, scared. And so <laughs> I, I tried to take a deep breath, just close the app. And then I did a little walk around my house, around the kitchen and tried to breathe a little bit because I was like, oh, man, some of these comments are pretty hurtful, too. 
Mm-hmm. And what I did, and it, it did linger with me for the rest of the day up until nighttime. And uh. I talked with my wife a little bit about it. And some of the comments were kind of mean and that's okay. And, and I tried to be like, oh, it doesn't bother me. It's fine. And towards the yeah. end, I was like, yeah, it, it does bother me a little bit. But that first day, and if somebody experiences this splash of YouTube comments for the oh, first man. time, because... I'll get, I, I get nowhere near the amount of views that Mark Norman's YouTube page gets. And so I ended up, what I tried to do, and I did this throughout the day, actually, maybe I should have taken a breath, but what I tried to do was I tried to respond to the ones that were positive. So <laughs> if they were positive and said, Hey, great interview. This yeah. is awesome. I would respond to them. And so I said, thanks. Hey, that's awesome. Glad you liked it. Blah, blah, blah. Then I combed through the negative neutral slash negative ones. Mm-hmm. And so I combed through and then I looked at the ones that were just so hurtful. This, they would leave my body swelling with pain all day. And I'm like, I don't think there's a way that I can respond to that. That would make things better. So I would leave those. And mm-hmm. so then I looked at the ones that were like roasts or, Uh, ones that I thought that I could comment on. And then I decided to just comment on it as continuing the joke or trolling them in a funny professional way. Yeah. And I didn't realize how, how my laughter rubbed people the wrong way. Dear Lord, (laughs) I have a hearty laugh. It's very loud. And I got some comments about, uh, they're like, I can't. This laugh is too much. And really? uh, one was like, yeah, yeah. One was like, stop laughing. So I just responded, ha 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 ha. And so that <laughs> that one got a lot of likes. And then um there were some others where they were saying that I was fangirling or or fanboying. Mm-hmm. And um, so I commented on those. And there were some other ones where yeah. I just kind of can I tell you my, my favorite one? It's please tell me, tell me. It's it's at the top. It's the it's like the number one comment when I open it, and I knew it would be is about how you laugh like a like a spoiled prince or something. It's something along <laughs> yes, the lines of that. Yes, somebody said he laughs like he's playing a spoiled prince in a high school play, and I was like, <laughs> I was like that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> And I responded to that. I was like, that's beautiful. I, I, I wasn't even, that one was gorgeous. That's so perfect. That's like, you get to keep that gem. You get to keep that gem forever. That's going to be my username for now on. Yeah. You get to hold on to this wonderful gem about your laugh where it's very like, it, it, it is, it is that, but also it's like, who says that? It's wonderful. It's absolutely. I loved that comment. I um. I asked that guy to come on the podcast. I. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna laugh just like a spoiled prince. As well. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so. Yeah. It's so beautiful. He didn't even say like a spoiled prince. He's like like a. You're trying to play a spoiled prince in a high school play, and yeah. it's perfect. I have the long hair. I laugh like I just saw someone executed that I wanted <laughs> yeah. to die. And I, I, and I'm so giddy about it. (laughs) So I, and I I like lean my, there's a whole motion to it. I lean my head back and it's gorgeous. So there was, there was some roasts on that. And I didn't take any offense to that. Cause if you don't like my laugh, that's fine. Um, Yeah. Well, I've heard my laugh forever. You know, I know what my laugh sounds like on recording, you know, like yeah. I've, I, I've heard myself long enough talking into a microphone to know. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what it sounds like, you know, so it's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I try to tone it down in post-production where I'm like, okay, let's get rid of that laugh. <laughs> So I, I, get I like it. that. That's and where you're editing. You're like not cutting out the uhs or ums. You're like, there's another laugh. Just, uh, <laughs> just gonna, just gonna minus that one down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just gonna mm, limit that one. <laughs> so you know, it's the burden I must bear as a spoiled prince. But that was so good. There were a couple other good ones. I think one had said, "Oh, this collab with Mark Normand and Millennial Lord Farquaad is fire." And I thought, oh, that was great. So I responded to that one. Yeah, I had to edit out the part where we ate the gingerbread man. So it was just these little comments mm-hmm. 
that and, and I ended up responding to uh, the first day I tried to respond to all of them. And yeah. so I think it was really cool because some of the ones that were slightly negative or just negative, um, excluding the ones beyond the point of no return, which I thought were, they would respond and they would respond back to my comment and be like, oh man, that, thanks to that snarky comment, you just got a sub. And then yeah. people would like it. They'd respond in such a nicer way. And I think we all have to, and I have to remind myself, the internet is not showing the best part of people. And yeah. these people are on Mark Norman's page. They're huge fans of Mark Norman. So yeah. they if like you go real on, comedy. they like real comedy. <laughs> they like actual funny people. So, yeah. so I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was you that commented that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so it's it's tough. I mean, I was in there out there. with them. I was like day one. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I know this guy personally. <laughs> it is. <laughs> he acts like a spoiled prince too. He is yeah, just the yeah. Worst. You should see his house. It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> he oh, burns the God. clothes after he's done wearing them. Let's just say he, <laughs> uh, he sings Arabian Nights as you go into his yeah. house. <laughs> he referred. He refers to himself as Prince Steffi Ali. Ab Ali he won't even answer but... his own door. He refuses to <laughs> he has his cats do it for him they welcome yeah. you in it's a whole thing but i yeah, i had a video take off recently on tiktok and the comments were it's been a while i've over the years i've done enough you internet content where it's I, i've i've dealt with i literally have had videos getting taken down because of the comments so <laughs> um oh no uh, but this last one that like really took off was uh, like I stitched a video. So I like did like a reply to um, this girl that had a, a she was showing off like a toilet seat that has like a push button and you can just like instantly remove it. And so my joke to that reply, like replying to it was like, where is she going? Like, why is she taking her toilet seat somewhere? You know, that's the <laughs> video. It's like literally 10 seconds long. And the yeah. comments of people being like, this guy is an idiot, <laughs> like is ridiculous. <laughs> or people being like, well, he clearly doesn't clean his toilet. You know, like all of these, like just like really mean comments. And I was doing the same thing. I was Dang. literally replying to all of them being like, I actually don't own a toilet. I don't, I don't have one. I don't know what is the, what's the point. And just kind of like really feeding into it. And they're like, all right. All right, I'll follow him. Like it's <laughs> nice, nice. Ex yeah, exactly. Because if you if you just play along, I feel like they appreciate that. And then I feel like I was able to let's call it contain the fire because in that way, stepping on on day one, I think what happens is people get to see that you're joking and mm -hmm. and not just the person that you responded to, but everybody looking through the comments. Because if I'm going to leave a comment, usually I read the comments beforehand. And then if they see that there's a reply from the person, okay, the host or someone in the video, I believe that they're going to be less, uh, less aggressive or <laughs> less hateful in their comments. So I think that that probably reduced that amount yeah. And then also converted some of the folks that either wrote the original comment or saw the reply. And so I, I think that it helped reduce the hate a little bit and also see that, hey, this guy's fun or funny. Um, yeah. Not real comedy per se, but like the RC Cola of comedy. <laughs> so, and everyone's got a brand. Everybody has their guilty pleasures. Everyone's so got to lean I, in to what they do. You know, it's just... <laughs> Yeah, ex exactly. The spoiled prince of comedy. <laughs> the spoiled prince of comedy. I, that's so good, though. I really, I hope that is your t-shirt. Your next t-shirt is you as a spoiled prince. I would, oh I would buy it. God. I would honestly. I would buy love it. that. I think for Halloween, I might go as Aladdin after he made the wish to become a prince with the puffy suit and the sultan's yeah. hat. Oh. That's so good. Um, <laughs> But this leads to <laughs> this leads to why should comedians be posting their YouTube uh, their podcast on YouTube? If you could just speak about that a little bit about like this angle of like not only trying to get the audio people but trying to get the visual people too. 
Oh man, I think it's super important and it is something that I deeply underestimated and maybe a mix of underestimated, but also just didn't have the resources because the way that I've been looking at this podcast, the yeah. comedy advice podcast is I try to do things one step at a time. So as you might've seen on my Instagram, a video that I may have posted on the page a year ago is way worse than the video that I have mm. now. And I have upgraded some tools. I've upgraded my knowledge of how to edit videos. And so I've been taking those steps to just, is the video perfect? Is it still perfect? No, but I'm trying to do things one step at a time. And I think the figuring out YouTube was something that I waited on and I started doing it about maybe four months ago, pretty okay. recently. And I've seen in, I've seen growth in nothing crazy right now. And I haven't been really promoting it either because mm. I haven't been able to get every single video on. So if right. I think, oh, this one's going to be a hit, I'll try and put it on. I got, I think I'm closing in on 700 views with the Mark Norman episode and it's continuing to get a nice. lot of views every day. And um, a lot of there, unlike Mark Norman's page on that page, I'm getting a lot of positive comments. <laughs> and, and another thing, it's and another, strange when it's me <laughs> posting it. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's really interesting. And another thing that's great about being on Mark Norman's page is a lot of eyeballs. If you can have the tough skin to be able to tackle it, and I think you did a beautiful job of it with your TikTok video too, Zach. Is you get subscribers. It also gets a lot of engagement. And I was looking at my video versus some of the other podcast videos. And I think I have the most likes per views ratio right mm. now. And, nice. and definitely the most comments. Definitely <laughs> the most comments. But it's been on my own personal page. I, I've seen growth there and just been trying to do keyword research to see and, and look at other videos to see, okay, what has a lot of views that I could get on the related videos or suggested videos panel. And I think it's been really good. I would suggest if you're a podcaster to, to put something up there because I don't know. I do think people are actually watching. And one of the huge sources of inspiration for me to get more video content out was history hyenas with chris de stefano and yanni's papas mm. phenomenal podcast electric beautiful really? these two superstar comedians coming together and just making great content they have great guests as well but sometimes if they do solo episodes it's still fire and they do some really good video content it's pretty simple and it's just basically like two cameras getting an angle here an angle there and then just recording them talking and some and for clips they'll put they'll put captions and things like that but it really ups the game and i feel like for instagram it makes it where people even the, they might not know your podcast or might not it makes it shareable to get yeah. that cuz that's one of my goals in 2021 i am not good with social media marketing and i am not good with getting followers and i think it's tough to do it with instagram Twitter and Twitter, I'm okay, but Instagram is really tough and that's where I really want to be. And so I used to just post the cover art and now mm. I'm trying to get little snippets from the videos and I'm continuing to evolve my strategy there. But for YouTube, I feel like that channel allows you to go and get traffic organically really well. And so yeah. people, it might just pop up. Maybe they are on autoplay where it plays the next video and that lines up. And so shut up siri oh god no i think i activated but I think <laughs> oh no it's getting worse <laughs> <laughs> oh no she's don't raise your voice with me so spoiled prince so i um i think that youtube is a huge thing and then another thing that i i'm learning and and i'm going to incorporate and recommend that other podcasters do is mark norman had a great idea and what i'm going to do when i give or let my guests know that their episode is live is I'm going to give them a Google drive with all the assets, the audio, oh, the video, great. the cover art, the, the thumbnail and be like, Hey, here's access to everything. Use it. However you want. If you want extra content for your YouTube page, put that up. And I don't see it as cannibalization per se. I just see it as getting more eyeball eyeballs on 
yeah your your content so yeah a hundred percent man yeah. yeah i i've been playing around with youtube shorts is what i've been playing around with i haven't nice. really played with um i've done so what i did the other day was uh because like i have zoom i've been doing these on zoom recently so i have that right yeah. i took the audio and then when i did it got this i'm telling you this idea like it's great but also it got 10 views so um what hey. I did was I took the audio and then I put B-roll and the B-roll is literally like people doing meditation, like pan skate, like, like over an Island, like just random, <laughs> just so random, like random B-roll that I could find for free on the internet. So there's like movie uh -huh. happening and also just like another layer of comedy happening at the same time where you're like, oh, okay, that's pretty that's funny. beautiful. And there's a couple hidden jokes where it's like, we're talking about something and then all of a sudden something related is like on the video and you're like, ah, uh -huh. I like that little touch. So I paid attention and then nice. I export that. And so I did that whole episode, but really I'm thinking about cutting just little nuggets from this interview, maybe like some wonderful things that you've shared and just putting these little, like you're answering a question really type of nuggets and putting those on. And um, I think I'm just scared to upload like a whole episode. I think that's where it is. It's mm. like, I'm just like, uh, because of the retention rate and the growth of it where it's like, yeah, maybe it does take off or maybe it hurts my channel because uh mm. youtube's like yeah this his retention rate doesn't seem very high i see so i'm like kind of playing with it i don't really i haven't fully dipped my toes in because in my mind again i i i am like holding back until we can do like personal interviews where i can have two different cameras and uh also i'm 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 very much i'm more funny in person than i am over zoom so like <laughs> i definitely i promise like, <laughs> I, guys i swear to god you can go back to those episodes they're they're pretty good <laughs> but, but you know it's like uh -oh. i i can i can get my jokes in more and um and yeah. I, I i would like to use those for youtube and i really i'm building out this extra room and i want that to be where i kind of do that and be more on it but i'm just slightly nice. dipping my toes in with clips and stuff what do you think should i should i just be uploading whole zoom episodes and just being like here we go should i just do that dive yep i think you should just do okay. it because i well i started from scratch so i didn't really have anything and that's the first thing i think the first thing that i uploaded actually was me doing an owen wilson impression um, <laughs> which is good it's pretty good uh, yeah uh it was about tiger king too so that got i think it got around a thousand views Ooh. and it got a lot of likes and everything but then after that I started posting the videos. And so mm. those did not get a thousand views. Mm. I think, I mean, I really think, and from what I saw, I just had another guest on, <clears throat> her name is Tara Erickson. Her episode hasn't gone live yet, but she's an amazing person. Love her, super funny and a YouTuber. And so she's got these videos where she's got reaction videos and it's like yeah. her reacting to, the new Wonder Woman trailer or something. And those get 16,000, 25,000 views. Wow. And then she might have something that's less tied to something that's more commonly searched. And then she'll have a couple hundred. And so from what I've seen, it has gone up and down. So I think it's more for like, mm. if Google's looking at the retention rate and everything, I don't know if it looks at it at a channel basis. And I've also seen this too with other videos or other comics or YouTube pages where you see on their page, their first video or maybe their fifth video or something, it's got 24,000 or a million views. And mm -hmm. then after that, their videos get maybe 2000 or a couple right. hundred. And I, I don't know if YouTube, it may, but uh, from in, what I've seen, I don't know how much YouTube penalizes you from a bad retention rate for an episode video. It might look at too, maybe it looks at the users and what they usually consume in, in terms of duration. And then okay. if they say, okay, well, they consume 30 seconds out of their average 25. So even though your episode's an hour, 
you're a hit mm-hmm. uh, or you, you succeeded or something. So I, I think it's important to look at those analytics and everything, but I also think that you should try and, and see, cause they, these, those might be views that you wouldn't otherwise get. So I would try okay. putting one up, yeah. then try doing some of your other content that's more short form mm-hmm. and see if that stuff gets hindered by the long episode. Mm, okay. Yeah. Cause it's it, right now I'm doing YouTube shorts and it's all over the place. I'll get, I literally have one video that has three views and then I have one video that has 6,000. So it's just kind of like, it's just, it's so up and down. Um, so you, yeah. I think you could be right. Maybe they don't look at it as a overall channel. And also um, I just, I, I, you know, I just heard about uh, the idea of FBR. I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, it's like the idea. I think he was like, a president. Didn't he help with the Great Depression? Uh, uh yes, <laughs> history um, <laughs> from the prince himself. Um, <laughs> it's 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 the concept. It's the concept of uh, fast, bad, and wrong, and and okay. so it, that's like in, it's fighting against the idea of uh, quality over quantity because in quantity. And I, I'm, I'm interested in this idea and I can't, it's been in my head for like three days now, because as a standard comedian, that is exactly what we do. We do quantity. We don't do quality. We do as right. many open mics as possible. And then we're going up and then our polished thing is the special or whatever. But 90% of the time, what we're actually doing is trying and, and doing quantity. And so it's fast, bad, and wrong. And just like if you're holding and back, you on said FDR, fast, F- bad, and F-B-R. wrong. Yeah, purposely it's wrong, wrong with an R. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It feeds into it takes the me a idea. while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a prince. <laughs> but um, it, you know, if like you're thinking about sending that email or doing that blog post, just do it bad and wrong. Just do it right now and just get it out there. And I've been really that's been sinking in because I do hold myself back from like just wanting to do quality and always doing quality um, and trying to do that. So, so, you know what, I'm going to take your advice. I think these two things are aligning and I'm going to, I'm just going to start going in. I'm going ham. I'm going ham on it. And you know what? I'll give you a tip as well. Use your Mm -hmm. Andrew J rivers episode because he has a special out now on YouTube. That's got a hundred thousand views so yeah yeah maybe i'll have him back on and i'll be like can we do this in video let's just there you go do it in video now (laughs) nice nice beautiful yeah that is a great episode and honestly one of those episodes that going back to when people search for things andrew andrew's episode is is big for that it you know i it's i don't know it, it definitely took off on its own so um yeah, that's great. That's awesome. It, it is. That's one of the first episodes that I ever listened to the Zach Lyman podcast. And really? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing, amazing episode. He was a great guest. You were a great host. Thank I you. was enthralled with the conversation. So yeah, I uh, I haven't. Thank you so much. I haven't listened to it basically since I edited it, but I do remember the feeling of being at his hotel room and just being like. Like, I didn't really know Andrew too well. I like, I knew him, but not like super, not as well as I know him now, but like, right. uh, just sitting there and just like, we're like, and comedy and comedy and joke writing. And I remember that feeling where it's like, we really do deep dive into writing. And then I know we yeah. hit, we stopped recording. And then I, we, we talked for like another hour or something. I remember it just being like, we just couldn't stop. And we still, to this day, I'll, we'll message each other random things that we learned about comedy or, or nice anything. Nice. So yeah, he yeah he he's great. I'll I'll just have him back on again. That's thank you for that advice. I a hundred percent. I got you, man. Yeah, you. yeah. Was there anything else with YouTube you wanted to cover today? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say don't post long videos because that'll really hit. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, that's it. Okay. Do not post episodes. <laughs> Do, don't, I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Zach. It's your podcast. You quit doing it sometimes. Sometimes you're doing it a lot. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> People go, is it in my inbox? Oh, I found it today. Is this new? Um, 
<laughs> it's like a surprise. It keeps it keeps the desire strong. So you know, I will say that one thing about uh, uh, having like a set schedule of days. I don't feel like that because of just because of how crazy my podcast can be. I don't I'm like, who cares about days like the hours yeah. and stuff, I believe. But like if I post it on a Monday instead of a Tuesday, people will still listen to it because they're going to listen to it when they listen to it. You know? Oh, my God. I thought about the same thing and I did it one day, one week. I ended up I was late and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it in on a Tuesday. And then people were tweeting. Where the hell's the episode? I guess yeah. no episode this week then. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I, I used to I get that. No one would notice. I used to get that. But then they're like, actually, this is just how he functions. This is just, he doesn't even apologize anymore. <laughs> They've come to terms. They've come yeah. to terms with it. With me, God, it's like they're all a bunch of little spoiled princes. I've got spoiled yeah. prince nation over here. I want my episode. Love you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well um where can people find uh your podcast oh great question zach so you guys can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts head on over to a comedy advice podcast no crazy spelling or anything like that <laughs> and if you guys wouldn't mind follow me on a comedy advice podcast on instagram and then say hello dm me whatever give me a like i'll say hi back you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you, Zach, for having me on this pod. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, you're always welcome back. And I will tell you oh. that uh, when you got com a comedy advice podcast, uh, I was very jealous that you got that name. That's uh, <laughs> it's such a good <laughs> name. <laughs> it's so simple oh. and so easy to find. It's great. Um, well, yeah, I'll put know, all the learn links sometimes. Yeah, I'll put links in the show notes. I'll put a link to uh, Mark Norman's YouTube. You can check out the comments yourself. I'll put links to uh, your podcast and then also the Instagram. Um, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really do appreciate it, man. Oh, it was an absolute pleasure. I had to hang up with my mom, but I'll call her back. She's just followed up right yeah. now. So. Yeah, just call yeah. her back. It's fine. Um, yeah, my, your my, the lasagna is fine. Jeez. It's okay. fine. We'll have it on Thursday. It's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I've been your host, Zach Lyman. This has been the Zach Lyman Podcast.